and different, different, just to sit and, sit and talk, and, talk and, and see what's see going, going on with Jesus, with Jesus today. today. See what, see what uh, uh, he had, he had to through. go through. See, see what, what uh, we did, did for us. I want to talk about, talk about that that Jesus, Jesus was crucified, crucified for, us. for us. John, John chapter, chapter 19, 19 verses 17 and 18. 18. 17, 17 and, 18. and 18. And he, and he Jesus, Jesus, bearing his cross, his cross, that's important, that's important there, there. His, cross his cross, went out, went out to a place, to a place called, called, called the place of, of, a skull, of a skull, which is which called, is called Hebrew in Hebrew Golgotha. When they, they crucified, crucified him, him and two, and two others, others with him, with him one, one on, either, on side, either side, and Jesus, and Jesus in, the in the center. Why, Why did Jesus, Jesus go, to, go the to the cross? Well, well we were we in a miserable, miserable condition. condition. We were we all, were messed, all up. messed up. We had, we no, had way no way to, to get, get reconciled, reconciled to our Father, Father whatsoever. I want to turn over to, over to uh, Ephesians, Ephesians chapter, chapter 2. two. Because knowing me, me, we're going to be flipping around here this morning. All kinds of scriptures. I want to look at our condition. Why Jesus had to come. Ephesians chapter 2, starting with verse 1. And you, he made alive who were dead in trespasses and sins in which you walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit who now works in the sons of disobedience. As I said many times, there are many dead people walking around. Many dead people walking around. Because we're dead, we were dead in our trespasses and sins. We were not alive in our spirits at all. Someone had to come to get us alive. We may have had a body that was functioning and a mind that was functioning, but our body, was, our spirit was not. It was not alive. We were dead. So Jesus had to come to make us alive. And we walked according to the course of this world. I don't know about you, but I was for 29 years. Yeah, even as a baby. <laughs> coming out, you know. You know, all babies come out and say, hey, I'm here. Now we're going to have fun and I'm going to be pleasing and I'm going to do what you want. Right. Uh-huh. I never heard that from a child. I had four children and never heard one of them say that at all. Not even coming from the womb, not even as they're growing up. I want to please you, Daddy. I want to do all things right. No, never. I didn't hear that. We came out wanting to do what the world wanted to do. We're going to follow everybody else because everybody else is doing it. Why not us? So we decided we're going to walk according to the, the world. Now, the problem with that is the world is ruled by someone we shouldn't be following. <laughs> and that's Satan himself. He's the ruler of this world. So therefore, if we walk according to the course of the world, we're walking according to what Satan wants. Oh, that, that, that's hard. But that's 
what it's all about. You see, in verse 3 it says that um, among whom also we all once conducted ourselves in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature children of wrath, just as the others. We were walking like everybody else. We were doing what our flesh wanted to do, had no idea that our spirit wanted to come alive and to do what God wanted to do. I mean, I don't. I was in church and still didn't want, I had no idea what I was supposed to do. I was walking in the flesh in the church. Could that be some people like that today? Yes, yes, yes indeed, yes. Oh, yes. So that, that's the problem with the church today. We're not going to get off into that area. I'm, I'm calling for the church to rise up and be the church and to stand against all the evil and, and power of the, the enemy that's coming against this country today. Only the church has the voice to stop it. And so I'm calling on the church to rise up and say no and to stand against it and speak against it. Well, that's the commercial for today. But we were, our flesh was was taking over. We walked according to what we wanted. But verse 4, I like that. I like but God. I tell you, I like those words because it means something's coming good. <laughs> Even though I was I was bad, but God. Even though I was doing what I wanted to, but God. Rich in mercy. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah for the mercy of God. You see, we all need His mercy. Uh, I, I need it because I was going straight to hell. Yeah, because I was doing my thing, not God's thing. And I'm rich in mercy because of His great love which He loved us. Now, you know the verse just as well as I do, don't you? John 3:16. For God so loved the, the world that He gave His only begotten Son. Out of His love came what we needed. Even though we didn't love Him. Even though He didn't care for us. I mean, we didn't care for Him. He cared for us. That, that, that's, that's unbelievable. It's hard to comprehend how someone could be loved and not be lovable. That's what we were. So he said, I'm going to show mercy towards you. I'm going to give you what you need. Isn't that just like our Father in heaven? He already knows what we need before we even know it. <laughs> he already has the need already provided for us. All we have to do is to come and receive it. All our need... That's my one of my favorite verses. That all my need is met according to His riches in glory by Christ Jesus. So every need I have is already met according to Him, according to what He has. So He sent, uh, in verse 5, even when we were dead in trespasses, He made us alive. Together with Christ, by grace, you have been saved. Didn't deserve it, but He did it anyway. Now, the thing of it is, just because He did it doesn't mean we have it. 
we have to receive it. He's done it for everybody in this world today. Is everybody saved? No. Is everybody going to heaven? No. But people, you have to receive what he's already done. And I did that the last Sunday in March 1974 as I cried my way to the altar. I received what he did. Didn't know it. Didn't know what was going on. But it happened. And it changed my life. I came alive for the first time. 29 years in the flesh, I started to begin to walk in the Spirit. And I've been walking that way ever since. And guess what? It's still a growing process. <laughs> it's still growing in it. You'll never get through with it. You're always in God's school. You'll never graduate. You're always there. <laughs> Oh, I don't care how I got oh, but I got a PhD. I'm Paul R. Oh, I tell you, I got it all. No, I don't. Praise the Lord. So then he raised us up together, verse 6, and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So I may be sit, sitting on this stool this morning in the flesh, <laughs> but in the spirit, I'm seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. I want you to know where you are today. He, he did that. that I, my condition was bad. I just loved, I loved every party there was. I loved every drinking party there was. I loved fraternity life. School, what was that? That's something you went to when you didn't, when you were, we're not partying all the time. And that's what I was doing. But God said, I still love you. Made me alive. Caused me to know Jesus. So, my condition. He changed my condition. Uh, now, how did he do that? How did he accomplish that? Uh, I believe, uh, Betty, you have Second Corinthians 5.21. One of my favorites. Yes. He made him who knew no sin mm -hmm. to be sin on our behalf that we might become the righteousness of God in him. So he didn't sin. He had no sin. He became sin. He, he became our sin so that we could be in right standing with our Heavenly Father. He took it. He took all those 29 years of my life. How many years did he have to take of you? What did he have to take of you? He took all our sin. All our sin. We needed a Savior. We had to have a Savior. Now, remember back in John when we read that he was crucified? He wasn't crucified alone. He was crucified among sinners. That's important. Because you see, that's where he placed himself. That's where he wanted to be among us. Taking our sin and taking it all. Amongst sinners, he was crucified. He came down to be amongst us. Amongst us at all times. To know what we were like. To to experience everything that we would go through. 
tempted as we would in all temptations. He went through it all so that he could take it our life and change it. Well, I'm going to start preaching in a moment. <laughs> so let's look at what Jesus did through to bring us into a right relationship with our Heavenly Father. Another scripture everybody knows is over in Isaiah 53. Oh, hallelujah. You already know these scriptures. I'm going to get me a drink of water. Uh, hallelujah. This feeds the flesh, by the way. <laughs> the flesh is getting dry. 53.5. Okay. But he was wounded by our transgressions. Yeah. He was wounded for our transgressions. What in the world was that? Well, I got to... Let's just pretend this is uh, Jesus' body. How about that? Okay? He was wounded. He was wounded for our transgressions. He was pierced through. He was pierced through. Already to the bone. For our rebellion. We were rebellious. <laughs> Back to the children again. They know how to rebel. They came out rebellion. They came out. I want this. I got. I. I'm not going to do anything. I'm not going to do what you say. You give me what I want. I, I'm. Not. But he was pierced through for our rebellion. All of it, completely. Well, oh, I don't know about you, but that was bad enough, right there. Uh, what else have I got here? Uh, he was bruised for our iniquity, our wickedness. We were bent towards evil when we started. He was bruised. Now, I can't exactly do this, but this is uh, something to what happened. He was crushed. See, it's not a pretty picture of what he had to go through. He was crushed. Not only pierced through, but he was crushed so that he could take all my iniquity, all the evil that I was bent towards. He decided, I'm going to take that on me. I'm going to take that on me. Well, uh, that, 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 that took care of my spirit. What about this thing up here? <laughs> There's something got to go take. We got to do something about this up here because you know uh, this is where all the trouble comes, and this is where all the worry and anxiety and the fear and all that stuff begins to take place and everything. Well, uh, uh, chastisement for our peace was upon him. Now, what is this chastisement? Well. <laughs> How was you like a hammer? He was beaten so that we could have peace. Peace. We needed that to exist in our minds because our minds always go haywire, don't they? 
we needed that peace. Romans uh, 5 1. Uh, Matt, you have that back there? Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. We have peace with God because we're justified just as we never sinned. We have peace with God right now. How about uh, Philippians 4, 6, and 7? Mr. John, okay. Well, that's okay. Yeah, we're, we're fine. We're, we're just here talking and sharing. Philippians 4, 6, and 7. That's correct. Be careful for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be known, made known unto God, and the peace of God which passes all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Don't worry. Let your heavenly Father know, and the peace of God will just flood you. You'll have peace in your mind. See, He's taking care of our spirit. He's even taking care of our minds, what, what we get wrapped up into on our minds. And there's one other thing. How about this body that we live in? Yeah, he took care of that too. For by the stripes, by his stripes, we are healed. By his stripes, we are healed. Alright. I don't think I can do this one. But these were cut into his body. Into his body. Cut. Cut, cut. Just cut. Now, how many times? All you scholars, you know, 39 times. Now, he, he took it all. Alright, so he's got, uh, he's been pierced through. He's, he's been crushed. He's been beaten. He's been stripes on, on his back. He's made us whole. Spirit, mind, and body. He came to do that. I don't take that lightly. I don't, I, I, I sometimes cry. And I'm telling him, I'm sorry you had to go through that for me. And that's the way I feel. He had to do it for me. Yeah, he did it for you. Make it personal. He went through it all. He was crucified. Um, Matthew, Gospel of Matthew, uh, put it this way in 8.17. You got that? We got that, uh, dear Frankie? That it might be fulfilled, <coughs> excuse me, which was spoken by the prophet Isaiah, <coughs> saying himself, He took our infirmities and bare our sicknesses. He took our, 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 our. I like that, our. 
I got in my notes, I got the big print. Owl. Owl. That was not his. He didn't have any. It's ours. He took it. Took it all. Everything. First uh, Peter two twenty four says it this way. Yes. Yeah. Get on over there. Bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh. <laughs> We're one. Let me know. Who his who his own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree that we being dead to sin should live unto righteousness, by whose stripes you were healed. Uh, so we're going to be healed. What does it say? We are healed. No, we didn't say. We, we were healed. We were. <laughs> I always say, if we were, I am. It's no more different than me receiving salvation. He, he already did it, didn't he? He did it. You know... Uh, later on in this chapter 19 of John, it, it says that uh, he said, what was the last thing he said? It is finished. That means everything has been accomplished that's going to be accomplished for the fullness of your salvation. Everything. So the hard part is the healing because we feel that in our bodies when we wake up. I don't feel good. It's just like receiving healing. I mean, receiving salvation. we got to receive it. It's finished. And that's a hard thing to do. But we can do that. He's done it all. Everything He's done. Therefore, receive everything that Jesus has done for you. How do we do it? By faith. We do it by faith. I mean, I, I can't spirit in there, okay? I can't see my spirit in there. <laughs> but it's there. It's there. It, God says I'm a spirit being housed in a body and have a mind. That's me. That's you. We are, we're all spirit beings. Glory to God. Well... Jesus did all of this to show us a lot of things. One thing he did, not only just to, to do it, and to, to save us and to bring us alive, but he came to show us obedience to the Father. Oh, no, now, wait a minute now. Uh, no matter what our flesh was going to say. Okay, I'm going to turn to uh, Matthew chapter uh, 26. Matthew chapter 26. Won't read all of this, 36 through through 46, but you know this when Jesus is in the garden, and uh, Garden of Gethsemane, and he takes his uh, he takes his top three uh, disciples with him, and they fall asleep. Isn't that nice of them to do that? Uh, you couldn't wait one hour for me. I mean, come on. But anyway, his soul, verse 38, My soul is exceedingly sorrowful, even to death. Stay here and watch with me. So he went a little further, fell on his face and prayed, saying, Fall, Father, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me. Now, don't you feel that way? Uh, 
I don't really want to go through this, Father. It's hurting already. I can sense it already. It's not going to be the most pleasing thing that I'm going to have to do. But nevertheless, Father, not what I want, not my will, but yours be done. Now, you would think Jesus would uh, say, okay, I've got it now, Father. Hallelujah. I'm ready. No, he had to go through two more times. Three times he had to come to his Father and say, it's got to be another way. I, I sense what I've got to do, and I, I, I don't really want to, but, but I do, I do want to obey you, Father. See, he was showing us that sometimes things are going to be hard. The will of follow may be hard, but we've got to trust him. We've got to say, okay, I'm going to do it anyway. I'm going to do it anyway because I love you, Father. I want to obey you, Father, no matter what, no matter what. In John uh, 18, John 18, I'm going to read verses 10 and 11. And this is when they came to get Jesus uh, in, the, in the garden there. He came to get Jesus. And Simon Peter, having a sword, drew it and stuck the high priest's servant and cut off his right ear. The, the servant's name was Malchus. So that's a good trivia question, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the only time you're going to hear that one. So Jesus said to Peter, Put your sword into the sheath. Shall I... I not drink the cup which my Father has given me? This is the plan for my life, Peter. This is what I'm supposed to do. This is what the Father planned out from the very foundation of the earth, from the very foundation of the world. It's, it's the plan for my life. So what's the plan for your life? Are you trying to change it? Are you trying to come up with something else? There's uh, 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 got to be an easier way. Uh, no, God's plan is God's plan. What He planned out for you in your life from the very beginning of time, He had it all planned, and that's up for us to walk in it. Up for us to say, Nevertheless, Father, not my will, but Yours be done. Now, the question I want to leave you with today is, will you obey your Heavenly Father's will and plan for your life no matter what it takes? No matter what it takes. Paul the Apostle had to come to that. He had to come to that. Remember in Philippians, he told the church there, he said, listen, uh, I, 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 want to, I, want to, uh, I want to know Him. Yeah, yeah, I want to know Jesus. And uh, I want to know the power of His resurrection. Boy, I, I got all that. Boy, that's going to be great. But the problem is, a lot of people live out the third part. I want to know the fellowship of His sufferings. Do you really? Do you really? You see, you're going to suffer. What kind of suffering are you going to do? 
What kind of suffering did Jesus did? He did it. He suffered for you. Will you do that for others? I'm not saying that you're going to be hung on a cross. But sometimes you're going to feel like it. Will you suffer for other people? Will you give up your life for somebody else? That's the Father's will, always, for everybody to serve others. That's hard because my flesh says, Oh, no, here we go again. And the Spirit says, Rise up, Son of God, and be obedient to your Father. I want to pray for you today. Father, I thank you that you have sent your son Jesus to, to be crucified on our behalf, that we have our sin taken away and we have right standing with you. Now, Father, we're not going to take that lightly. We're going to come today and make a decision that we're going to walk in your plan for our lives, no matter how much we may have to suffer in the flesh. We're going to walk in your plan. Nevertheless, Father, not my will, but yours be done. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Oh, but breathe in me. Breathe, I lose. Can lose the will. Be better.